Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Dream Team Thursday. It is November 7th already. We're down a week in November. We're just making time go. Starting to snow in places. We're starting to get that fall feeling, and it's about time. <laughs> I've been waiting for cooler weather for so long. So today I have a lot of dreams, so I'm going to get started quickly. And here we go. And I'm not sure if this dream is anonymous or not, but I will read it as anonymous. So if I err, I err on at least the side of not outing anybody. But it says, hi, Nadia. I hope all is well. If there's time, could you please interpret a dream I had this past Saturday? First, a bit of backstory. My New York real estate broker is a bit arrogant and a bit bossy. My L.A. broker is like you, was raised in Chicago and once married, relocated to L.A. My son and I saw a few homes with her a couple of weekends ago. Once she left us, she gave me a reminder care package. It's like back in the day when businesses gave you a calendar with their logo and phone number on every month. Her package was a contemporary version, two memo pads with a pic of her face on each page. LOL. I do love it. I must say a few other cute things, and one that stood out was a package of parsley seeds. I instantly thought that should eat more parsley. Anyway, now for the dream. I'm in a huge living room, but it's not my home. My round dining room table is there in the center. I'm helping set up for an open house like I do for my open house, but again, it's not my home. My New York real estate broker is in front of my dining room table, and he asked me to set up the flowers. I was going to take a picture. I don't know what it was for, but I was going to take a picture. I noticed that a bunch of wilted cut flowers, poorly arranged, are laying directly on my dining room table. It's awkward because they clearly need water. It's as if he wants to style a picture for an open house, but in real life, he never did that. I sort of noticed my L.A. broker is there as well as walking around with a few other people. I think that the wilting flower arrangement needs some help, so I grab a bunch of parsley and place it on top of of his arrangement. I turn and look at the floor behind my foot, and although we're inside a home, I notice that the inside floor is just like the outside concrete Brooklyn sidewalk. I look closer at the sidewalk, and behind my heel, sticking out of a crack in the sidewalk, is a very tiny beautiful bouquet of flowers. They are perfect. It just sounds like when a weed grows through a crack in the sidewalk, but it's this beautiful tiny bouquet of flowers. I pick the bouquet of flowers and place them on top of the wilting flower arrangement. But because it's a tiny bouquet of flowers, I place them at the bottom of the wilting flowers. I feel so happy about it. LOL. So silly. The broker is still setting up the shot to take the picture and he asks to have a light shut off one light is turned off and then he asks the other light get turned off 
He states it's fine to turn them off because he has plenty of light without them on. We are waiting for the picture to be taken, and then I woke up. That's the end of my dream, Nadia. Cute and sweet. I did wake up happy, but a bit confused. Much love, your way, Nadia. And then she writes, uh, last night I dreamt I was in a house that was blazing with fire. The fire was so intense that I could see the studs in the sky. I felt that it was about to collapse any second, and then I woke up. That's it. Much love your way. That one was frightening. Actually, both are telling you the same message. What happened is you did not have faith in this man, and you didn't like him or don't like him. You need him, but you don't trust him. It's not like liking him like um, you either like him or you love him or you don't, but it's it's more like trust. And you don't feel that he has good judgment to the point where even in the dream, he's doing the opposite of what people would do. When we take a picture, we want more light. And then even more light. Like even when they were setting up my studio, which I have not used yet, however, I'm on my way, but they not only put lights, new lights in the ceiling. They put new lights on the, um, you know, on the sides of me and light, 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 because you need light to be seen. He's a guy who sweeps the stuff under the carpet and hopes nobody notices. And even to the point where he wants to convince people that the more lights you turn off, the better the picture is going to look. And unless it's something where you need everything dark and light just on that thing, you still need light for the object you're going to photograph. The other thing was the wilting. The wilting is just a sign that you don't trust, that even a beautiful flower can't can't come out well through this man. That even a flower in his care cannot work. Now you had a contrast, so you were able to produce the dream to kind of show you that contrast that the beauty you're going to find in life. You, you saw it in that woman and you saw what, what works in her that didn't work in him. But at the end of the day, you're the one who found the bouquet of flowers. So it all goes back to how you look at things because People teach us how to treat them all the time. That's one of my favorite Dr. Phil things. People teach you how to treat them. And that, that being said, you know what you like and what you don't, who you trust and who you don't. But beauty is right at your feet. And that's true for every single day. You are alive. It's true, actually, for all of us. Sometimes we step on that bouquet that comes out in the middle of the concrete, and other times we notice it. We don't know what to do with it, but we love it. But you took it and you placed it on top of what you didn't trust. You placed your own trust. So we keep going back to trust in this dream. Because what has happened to you is that you are learning to trust yourself enough 
enough to make a difference in the situations you are in. Sometimes we leave everything up to people that we have hired, like a real estate broker or or anybody that we hired. I mean, you know, think about it. When you go to buy a car and you buy a car from someone, they may think they're a salesman, but you're actually hiring them to help you buy that car and you're paying them through the commission. If we were to think about that as a hiring as opposed to them helping us, you would choose much more wisely who you would accept to help you buy that car or the house or the whoever. They're not doing you a favor. You are hiring them. So now in the future, let's say now you're going to buy a house and you're looking at who's helping you and you're in a whole different state. Think of it as I hired this person to help me buy a home. I'm hiring this person to help me buy a car. I'm hiring this store for me to come and purchase in it. I am giving them money. And I am making a choice to be here, to purchase from here. Think about everything we do. We do it by choice. There are, you know, 10 different grocery stores in one immediate area. There's different kinds of like Targets and Walmarts and and they used to be Kmarts. I don't know if they'll still exist. They, there's a, still a few of them in, in um, California, but those two seem to have gobbled up everything else. But you have a choice which one you want to walk into. If you look at the world as a choice of decisions you are making, you are hiring because you are paying out money to that service or for that product. That's very empowering. And we make much better decisions when we think of it that way. Just like with our show yesterday about relationships, how we feel so much more empowered, so much more when we say, hey, I made a decision to be here. This just didn't happen to me. Didn't just show up at my door. I met this person. I made a decision to be here with this person. So why am I not doing my best? Because we all have a best. Our best doesn't show up one day. Our best is here today. And if it's not, we have unresolved things that are keeping us, but it has nothing to do with that person, although we think it does. When people say they didn't let me, I'm like, oh, wow, you let yourself be there. That's a lot of accountability to be able to say that. But let's go on to the final dream. So a few days later, this person has the dream that says I was in a house that was blazing with fire. The fire was so intense I could see through the studs to the sky. I felt that it was about to collapse any second, and then I woke up. What does fire do? Fire purifies. It might not seem like it while it's happening, but fire purifies. And it busts off the roof. 
so you could see the light behind it. It may seem scary, but it didn't collapse. You were able to see the light without collapsing. Really think about that. The fact that you wrote that one was frightening is exactly why it's so good to talk about dreams. Because it is frightening for us to see that much truth. It is weirdly frightening for us to feel that empowered, especially because we haven't been taught to be empowered. We have been taught to give up our power and let somebody else take our horses and run with them. But that realization that you are hiring people, you are making decisions, you're seeing people for who they are, you allowing them to teach you who they are. And then all of a sudden the roof comes off and you can see the light. And if you want to take it even another step, which we can always, of course, is that once you can purify your thoughts, which is what happens, you're able to see. We have a different set of eyeballs to see the same darn things and go, how did I never see that before? We are amazing. We are absolutely fascinating. That's what the beauty is of discussing things. Because I don't know if you've had this experience. I'm sure you have. It's happened to me quite a bit. That sometimes I wasn't sure about something. But while I was telling someone, I realized I was answering myself. Because when you hear something out loud, you're like, wow. Holy cow. I got it. Okay, good. That's all I needed. Thank you. And the person's like, I didn't do anything. They did do something. They were there and they listened to you without trying to tell you anything. They were truly a safe forum. So you had a really good awakening through your dream. And I know you said you did wake up happy in the first one, but you were confused. We don't know what we look like in our power. Now you do. And the one that was most frightening was you being free of other power over you. It was like you earned this purification and being able to see the light behind the fire. Even though fire produces light, right? So you had like light plus light. Really think about that. It's kind of fun. So I hope that helps you out. I hope you enjoyed that. It was quite interesting to say the least. So now I have another dream. And this one is, was posted on the radio page by Susan Aurich. And she has, and she remembers more dreams than I think I have in my lifetime in a week. It's awesome. So she says dream theme. I woke up with the word cauldron on my mind. I saw the image of a huge desert-like shape, like a low dish. If it were filled with water, it would have been a lake. I was already floating in the water of the lake. 
Then I heard the word cauldron. What a dream. I feel really good, calm, peaceful, and in sync. This is like one of those dreams, you know how like they have a cleanup dream? We have these cleanup dreams, right? We're all excited about what we're thinking. We're starting to feel like we're starting to build the pieces that help us get to where we want to go. And sometimes we just don't know what that is. Like we don't know what it looks like to live through the process. We just want the answer. And, you know, okay, I'm going to do this now. And if it doesn't happen in a week, I'm upset. Nothing works out for me. But what is a cauldron? It's a metal pot with a lid and a handle used for cooking over an open fire. You have an open fire. You put this heavy pot on it. You know what it reminds me of? You know the things they show on Halloween with the smoke coming out and then the handle turning it? That's a cauldron, just so we all know. Again, fire involved, purification involved. It's used for campfires. Images of it are used for like a a little witch's brew for Halloween, but that's a, a, a use of it. It's not what it is. But it's a cast iron, which means it will last throughout time. It will outlive us. But it's also something that cooks. So think about why did you see that? Because cooking isn't just one ingredient. You don't just boil water and eat water or drink water for the most part. You put something with it. So having a dream about a cauldron is telling you it's a process. Things are a process. You need to start here, then you add this, and it may not be time to add this yet, but be patient, and then you can add this still be patient, and then you add this before your meal is done. Because once you've added all the ingredients, once you added all the ingredients, what happens? You have to wait for it to all come together. So really think about what a cauldron is. Sometimes when we say somebody is in a cauldron, it's just a situation. And it, 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 this is the exact definition because I had to look up the word. The exact definition, a situation categorized by instability and strong emotion. They call that a cauldron. So let's take that and put it in the pot pot that is the physical cauldron and you can say hey wow I am working through the stuff that made me feel impatient it's no wonder you felt good after your dream because now you are starting to see that you can rise to the top you were floating in the water of the lake you rose 
to the top. You were the one cooking. You were the one floating. You are growing through the stuff that kept you from feeling calm and peaceful and in sync. And now you're like, you're feeling it. You're like, wow, this this actually feels pretty good. And I don't have to rush myself through life trying to achieve things because what's happened to me? I feel like I haven't done anything yet. For you, it's not about being smart enough, strong enough to do what you want to do. You have that. But you had to learn the process and you had to be patient with yourself. A lot of times we're impatient with other people when we are not patient with ourselves. We're like, why can't they do that? They've been doing that all my life. I am tired of it. If you ever find yourself saying that, ask yourself what you've been doing your entire life that you are tired of. And sometimes we don't know. But we have a dream like this, and that dream just shines the light on the fact that we have arrived. We've risen, we have learned, and that every process needs our patience to allow it to show us what it needs to show and teach us. Every process needs our patience to allow it to show us what it needs to show us and what it needs to teach us. Otherwise, there is no point in us doing whatever it is, and you can fill in the blank on what that is. Easy is to be impatient. Hard is to see yourself through what you're doing and get to the end of it, even if it's a response you don't want or an I'm going to say an ending you don't want. There's something in there for you. And when we keep missing that, we get that restless, anxious, I can't do anything feeling. And when we see it through, we feel like we can do anything. It may not be that thing, but we can do anything. So I hope that helps. And I have one more dream. It's from Chris Kipwood. Hi, Nadia. Hug. I had a dream that I was walking with a man with a cowboy hat on and well-dressed, and I think he is my manager in America. He wanted me to play a riff on my electric guitar, and I said, I can do that. It is not my style. Oh, I can't do that. It is not my style. That's it. Thank you. Hug. Just going to add this dream I had last night. I was in the backseat of a car, and it was a very long drive to Dublin. We drove past a big red cafe with a big writing that said something like eating of the world. Then I went to an office building and entered a room where two women were sitting. One was a secretary with lots of leaflets around her feet. They seemed to ignore me. And I said, at least remember my name, Chris Kip Woods. That's it. Thank you. Both of those dreams, just like the double header we had in the beginning, is that you are 
establishing that you belong here. There's things you're not willing to do to define yourself because it's not defining you. But you're also like, hey, remember my name. You may not care about me now. But what I do want to tell you is, and I think this is the most important part of it, is that your confidence is what's growing. Confidence enough to not do something that isn't right for you. Confidence enough to know you're going to make it. It doesn't matter in the bigger picture who remembers your name or not, although sometimes that motivates us. Like, oh, I met all these people and nobody believed in me and one day I'm going to make it. And they're going to say they met me, right? But we don't need to go that far. We don't. But we do as a human being, while we are pushing ourselves to believe in ourselves. Because in truth, going back to the way Christ talks to me, you're the one who's going to remember your name. When things start getting bigger around us, it's really important that we reel ourselves in and we remember who we are. Not so much from people who are going to support us because they, with them, that will always be there. But it's those lurkers on the edges that are watching you and waiting for you to do something they disagree with. And then they want to gnaw at you. And parts of you start coming out. And after a while, you start feeling bad about what you're doing. And when that happens, their energy, you sucked that in. And you have to get it out because you allowed it in by responding to these people. And when you respond to them, now you are playing in their arena. Most people would say, what the heck was that? But when we don't do that, we take in the people that don't believe in us, that take what we're doing and use it on us, against us, or try to keep telling us what's wrong with us. And then there comes a day where we have to ask ourselves, exactly why am I doing that? And even after you separate yourself from that energy, we still go back and feel bad, like, well, that wasn't very cool of me to let that person go. But then we're not the ones who created the situation that made us want to let them go. People tell us who they are all the time, and they told us who they were. And somewhere in us, something was wrong with that. may not be wrong for everyone, but it was wrong for you. So you have to make decisions like, I will no longer participate in something that isn't right for me. And that's where when we say things like, well, they were ignoring me, but I'm like, I have hope. People don't understand I have hope, and they will remember my name. We say that when we feel hurt for being ignored. 
but you had enough confidence to go up there. You had enough confidence to take yourself on and believe in yourself that much. This dream just tells you that you have a lot more strength than you know. And no matter what anyone says to you or throws at you or kind of undermines you with one of those uh, backhanded compliments, I couldn't think of the word, but backhanded compliments, you know, just say, hey, that's them, not me. I don't need to accept that. That's what they accept for themselves, or they would never have said that to me. So these two dreams are saying that no matter how good and how much attention you get from someone or how little attention you get from someone, you are still you in both places. That you are still you in both places. And I do want to add, Chris, because we did have a dream from you last week about you seeing yourself no longer drinking as well, that your life is healing itself lifetime as we speak. Your dreams are very healing and very empowering. So take that energy and run with it. Let yourself live in that because the more you do, the more it can do its work. So I hope that helps you guys. Those are such awesome dreams. Thank you for sending them in. And I will see you guys tomorrow on Questions Friday. Have a great Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.